Our relationships, whether business or personal, are nourished and shaped by the commitment we express through our actions. Dr. Steve Mariboli. On today's episode, Ethan and I continue our conversation with Maggie and Tommy. You have the power to be the boss of your own life. I'm your host, Monica Allen. I'm a wife, mom, entrepreneur, best-selling author, lifelong learner, and your biz bestie. I have a love and passion for all things small business. Growing my own company from $700 to over seven figures annually, my goal is to bring you inspiration, business-focused topics and tips, encouragement, and a community that helps you launch, grow, and scale your business, whether you are a dreamer, a side hustler, or a seasoned entrepreneur. You are listening to the Become Your Own Boss podcast. This episode is brought to you by Zeus's Closet, your go-to destination for custom embroidered and screen printed clothing. Whether you're a business, fraternity, sorority, or part of the movie and TV industry, Zeus's Closet has got you covered. Imagine a tattoo shop for your clothes where your wildest branding dreams come to life. With lightning fast rush options, you can get embroidered items the same or next day. Unleash your creativity and make a statement. Visit Zeus'sCloset.com today and experience the power of customization. We are here to meet all of your branding needs. Last week, I had the pleasure of sharing my mic with my husband and business partner, Ethan King. We chatted with Maggie Small and Tommy Benton of Fred Astaire Dance Studio in Richmond, Virginia. Sharing with us the ups and downs of going from professional dancers to starting up a business, then getting married and working together, I am thrilled to bring you the second part of our conversation. If you missed the first part of our interview from last week, which is episode 157, go back and check it out. Let's jump in and continue our conversation. We work out together every morning, mostly every morning mm-hmm. with a trainer and, and take walks and have time. We usually talk about the business during those times at some point or another. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Always comes up. And do you guys have kids yet? Yeah. Okay. When we, so we waited, we were married seven years before we had kids. And I'm so glad that we did that because we got, we had time to get to know each other, travel a lot build the business up. And once we had kids, so it's funny because we thought we knew what to expect. We, we were like, oh, well, we, when we have a little baby, we'll just put her up in a playpen in the office and she'll be quiet and we can get work done. No, it did not work out that way. Our daughter was in the office screaming. We couldn't get things done. And I remember when Monica was pregnant, like with, with our first child, with our daughter, Imana, we had like three employees quit and we only had six employees at the time. So like that was half of our workforce quit for whatever reason. And we just, it was, it was a rough time. I remember telling Monica, you know, they have premarital counseling. They need to have pre-kid counseling. Because <laughs> kid, kids change everything. They change the whole dynamic of your life, your marriage, which is, which is of course going to affect your business. They're, they're added expenses. They're going to affect your, your freedom and mobility. And maybe I should start a pre-kid counseling course or something. Because <laughs> yeah. we all think that we know what we're getting into, but nobody really knows. And then the parenting, nobody's figured out parenting like 100%. I mean, I think 
we've done a pretty good job. Our kids are awesome, but every, all parents are kind of figuring it out as we go. Right. So I, if there's any, I don't know if you guys are thinking about having kids, but if there's anything you want to ask us, we have an eight and a 12 year old. Well, if they were, they aren't now. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying don't do it. It's just, <laughs> just know, know what you're getting into. And, you know, if I had to give anybody any, any advice, you know, take your time because they do change the dynamic of your relationship. <laughs> What do you think, Monica? Well, I'm just like, now you're like, oh, never mind. We don't even, I'm just, I don't know if you guys have a desire to do it or not, but you know, that's up to you, of course. But no, it's, it's been challenging, but every business has its challenges, whether it's team members or employees, your kiddos. I mean, they're awesome, but they, they do add a challenge. You know, it was funny because when you were talking about the build out, we did a build out with our business as well. And just that process alone was torturous. You know, it's just all of the ins and outs and, oh, you need a CEO to even walk in the building. And it was just a lot. But just getting over those humps, you kind of feel like you can accomplish just about anything you put your mind to, right? <laughs> I do think that the that's a great, that is a great value of, I think, being your own boss is, I do think, at least for me, it's helped a lot with my self-esteem and overcoming like big challenges. I do feel like with those big challenges and things that you mentioned, I'm kind of like, well, whatever happens, I know I can figure it out. And I, I don't think I felt that way in life as a, as a dancer, as an artist. I think in life, I was, I was just like, well, I'm a dancer. I'm always going to be relatively poor and I'll work my whole life. And I was like, cool with that. And as a business owner, I'm kind of like, well, I don't know. I just feel like all the options opened up and then focusing that into a laser with not just two people like Maggie and I, but the whole organization is, is exciting and it's great for self-esteem. I mean, I went to the gym this morning and. I didn't shower and I feel fine uh, being on a podcast. Great about like the achievements that you make. Like we try to make a point to celebrate like mm. when, in the beginning when things are really hard and like, you're just trying to make it, you, you don't really take the time to celebrate because you're just like, Oh, thank God. What other fire am I putting out? Mm. And then, as it, there are fewer and fewer fires and you have more accomplishments, sometimes it's easy to sort of take them for granted. So we try to say like, like at least give a high five or like yeah. dinner for that. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like so many small feats that, that are easy now that didn't used to seem easy. And so many things that are easy to overlook, but like, that's also part of the gratification of owning the business. It's like, we've created this thing where we can regularly have things to celebrate and feel good about. Yeah. Very, very important to celebrate your wins. And, and you have a lot to, to be thankful for. I think that when, especially in circles like EO, we tend to just think about all the negative that's going on in our lives and don't really appreciate like where we are, like only what four or 5% of businesses make it past the million dollar revenue mark. This is a very, very small percentage most businesses fail in the in the first five years. So definitely celebrate where you are. I really resonate with you guys because you all are artists. I have an art background and it takes a lot to convert art into business. You, and you kind of mentioned, Tommy, like you just you just accepted that I'm just going to be a starving artist, a starving dancer, basically. And, 
you know, my parents, I remember they told me that artists don't make any money until after they're dead. I, w- I wanted to be a visual artist, like painting. And, uh, yeah, artists don't make any money until after they're dead. And you, I remember we went to the Van Gogh exhibit and, you know, Van Gogh barely sold a painting when he was alive, but now they're worth millions and millions. So like one piece was worth, is worth like 82 million now, but he's long gone. So I, I, I wanted to change that. I think that's part of my driving force was to prove my parents wrong. That's how we ended up where we are with this business and the, the, the success that we've had. But um, so I really admire that you guys are doing that with dance. It's been a been a great conversation with you guys. Yes. Um, and I love what you're trying to bring to everybody with dance. I have always yeah. loved dancing. I was nowhere near being a professional. I do remember wanting to take dance as a kid. And honestly, my family just couldn't afford it. So I never took it until I was an adult. But I absolutely did everything else that I could. Anything that was free, cheerleading, all that stuff, anything where I had to use my rhythm, I absolutely love. I love what you all are bringing to adults of all ages and shapes and sizes because dance is a beautiful way to express yourself. Yeah. Well, before we wrap it up, I know like right before the call, Maggie and Tommy were asking us, well, hey, you guys have been working together for over 20 years. I want to learn some stuff from you all. Do you all have any questions for, for me and Monica? I do. As far as like working on your individual roles, Maggie and I are implementing entrepreneurial operating system, but we're just in the baby phases of of separating that. How did you guys find your clarity and and roles? Yeah, period or question mark. How did you guys find your your clarity in your roles? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. EOS, entrepreneurial operating system. We've, we've done EOS as well understand that language so for, for the benefit of the listeners, it is EOS is a system to help business owners. I mean, it really is what it says. It's like an operating system. Like you have windows or your com- on your computer or Mac OS It's an operating system for your business. I put it like this, like most businesses are just like spineless jellyfish flopping all over the place. And EOS gives it a, a spine and like a skeleton and a structure. Yeah. And we actually talk about EOS and I don't remember the episode number, but there's Linda Martin was on the show some months back and she's an EOS implementer. implementer. Yeah. I'll answer that question in two ways. And and I'm glad you brought this up because I thought back to our premarital counseling days and one of the best exercises that we ever did for our relationship is we were given, we were both given sheets of paper and it was a list of like, write out every task that you're going to encounter in your life, in, in your relationship, taking out the trash, washing the dishes, changing the kids' diapers, you know, mopping the floors, like uh, getting the car serviced. And then right next to that, you write the person's name who's responsible for that. Is it Ethan or is it Monica? So I'm, so we're writing this list separately. And then you look for where, the, where there's alignment. And then where there's disagreement, like, so if I put that, I expect Monica to take out the trash, she expects me to take out the trash. Well, hey, let's resolve that now and figure out who is the main person that's going to be responsible for it and get in agreement with it. I think that that probably saved us so many arguments. And if anyone's wondering, it's, it's my responsibility to roll the trash out to the to the side of the curb every week. But that doesn't mean now we delegate that we have a, a young lady who helps us out and, you know, she rolls out the trash. But I know that ultimately it's on it's on me. I'm the DRI. I stole that term from Steve Jobs. It means the directly responsible individual. So I'm the DRI for the trash. I'm the DRI for the car, for the getting the car serviced. 
Monica has taken on being the DRI for like taking the kids to school and getting their stuff situated. But having that expectation, see, when we meet, we meet disappointment when reality doesn't align with our expectation. So if you get the expectations clear up front, the more you can do that, the smoother it will be. So we try to implement the same thing into our business. And one of the things with EOS is one of the first things you need to do is your organizational structure, your, your org chart. And under each person on the org chart, you write what, what are those persons, that person's duties. So even when you're a small business, you might, you're going to have several roles because you, you don't have a cleaning service. Maybe you're cleaning the toilets. They have been there, you know, as, as, a, as a CEO, sometimes that's what you have to do, but you still need to have a title there and duties, title and duties and map out where you are currently and whose face or whose name is behind, beside each one of those duties and then have a projection of the future. And then as you go, you just replace the name. Like, so instead of janitor being Tommy, well, now you switch it out with, you know, Bob or whoever the cleaning service. So, so it's kind of an ongoing thing where you just swap out the names. But I will add, we didn't have EOS back in 2005 or whatever. We, I think we initially just kind of went to our strong suits and Ethan being the creative, he did most of the creative things. Me being the business major, I just gravitated towards more of the business things, you know, anything that had a spreadsheet. But what's been really cool is he and I both have learned other things. Like he's jamming on Excel these days, you know, he's really good. And I can actually use Corel Draw now. And, you know, it's a variety. It's cool to learn from the other person as well. So it's been a, it's been a good journey. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a chat. I'm a master in Excel and sheets. Now I have a chat GPT, there's a plugin. I know that's the hot word right now. So I wanted to mention that on here. There's a plugin for Google Sheets where you can plug in chat GPT. It's really easy to do with an API and you can just, you can string together prompts and it'll output immediately in the different cells. Like you can run like 10 different prompts at a time. Uh, and I love that spreadsheet. It's, it's amazing. We need that plugin. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you guys the link. I'm sure he'll be happy to send it to you. Chat GPT <laughs> has been the buzzword for what about two months now. <laughs> so much. Chat GPT yeah. is like almost another member of our team at this point. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. You need that. That's the the wave of the future. If people aren't using AI in their business, they're definitely gonna get left behind. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it needs to be a team member on everyone's team for sure. Any other questions? This is fun. <laughs> if you guys felt like there was a any kind of secret, what would be the what would be the secret? What would be hidden that you can't see from the outside, but you guys experienced on the inside that you feel like was a pivotal point or a decision for how you guys work together, how you guys become successful as a couple? I think for for me, if Maggie and I are having challenges communicating, because that's our biggest challenge. I always try to go back to as much as I can trying to remember that like, okay, I need to prioritize my relationship because that's why I'm doing this business. <laughs> like that's, that's, you know, that's why we need like nothing really matters without it. So I try to, even if I feel like urgency for something in the business and I'm like, I need this, but I need to remember as well. <laughs> like, I can't drop the drop the ball over here. That's that's been something recently that I've I've tried to to reach towards. 
is there something, maybe it's even individual and maybe it's yeah. for each of you, but what about for yourselves? I definitely say for me, it's probably been the fact that I went in, I went into this to win it. Giving up for me is not an option. And I think Ethan is on the same page with that. I mean, his answer to this question may be different, but when we decided to get married and then we actually already had the business together before we got married, we went in, in this to win it. And we, we weren't going to let something pull us apart. We will talk about something until we get to the resolution or a solution or a compromise, compromise being one of those C's. But the goal is, like you mentioned, Tommy, is our relationship is first. And so we are in this game of life to win together. And that's it for me. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think for me, the secret is it's mindset and how you look at the situation. I look at Monica as my partner, like in battle. A lot of times in relationships, we people get tied up in how they're in love or spending time with each other and and looking at each other, gazing into each other's eyes. Whereas instead, if you envision it like being on the battlefield with your partner by your side, because you're going to have all these obstacles that you're fighting off together, but you look on the horizon, you see this shared goal, this shared vision that you have, you see the sun on the horizon. And every day you're marching towards that horizon together and fighting off obstacles together, your teammates. And that way, just by framing it differently in my mind, whenever an obstacle comes up, I know that it's just part of it. Hey, she has my back. I have her back. And she she's not an obstacle. She's not the enemy. She's my teammate. And that way we, we know. I mean, sometimes we feel invincible because I know she has my back and she knows that I have her back because we've had those same challenges. I remember when we were trying to get the loan to build out, to buy our building and build it out. We had a similar thing where banks were denying us left and right, left and right. And uh, this one guy believed in us and we brought him out. We showed him our vision and showed him our plan and he fought for us and we finally got the loan. But that's just one example of, you know, we stuck together and we knew that we could make this vision happen. I remember when we when we first told our parents, I remember we were at my, my parents' house at a, a dinner, like a holiday dinner. And Monica had just resigned from her job. I had resigned from my job a year earlier. And then now it, the business had grown to a point where we said, hey, Monica, you can leave your your job and come work for the business full time. So we announced it to our parents at this dinner. There was no applause. There was <laughs> it was, and, then, and then my dad turned to my little sister and said, now, don't you ever get any wild, crazy idea like that. <laughs> and that, that just sticks out of my mind because now we look at where we are now compared to then. And, you know, they didn't believe in us. But you know what? That didn't discourage us. It few, it made it made us bond closer together. And I really feel like Monica and I, our relationship is stronger because of us working together. But people ask us all the time, how do you guys work together? I, I couldn't work with my wife. I couldn't work with my husband. I don't know how you guys do it. Well, I think our relationship is stronger because of it. And it, but but it's because of that mindset, and I think that's my secret. I want to take that because I saw Monica's face light up when you said on the battlefield, and then I saw I saw Maggie like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's a good indicator. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we got business is a, it's a fight, it's a battle, it's not a cakewalk. <laughs> 
You guys yeah. know that. I'm excited for you guys, though. I think it's amazing. And whenever I'm in Richmond, Virginia, I've got to come see you all. Maybe Definitely. do a dance class. Yes. <laughs> we'll make sure. a reason to celebrate and get some dinner, too. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Well, tell me, do you guys have a website that people who are in the area can reach out to you all? Or what's the best way for people to reach you? Yeah. In fact, if you go to fredastere.com, they have the locations that are all over the U.S. There's now international locations. Even if you're not in Richmond, you can, you can find a studio. Ours would be fredastere.com forward slash Richmond. That's where we're located. Love it. Well, I'm going to go find one in Atlanta. (laughs) Very excited. Well, Maggie and Tommy, we so appreciate the time. Did you all have any more questions? I don't want to cut us off too soon, but. No, you guys have given all the pro tips. (laughs) Well, you can always reach out to us too anytime. I know you have Ethan's contact. You have my messenger on Facebook. So feel free to reach out. And we'll definitely let you know when the show's out and link to all the good stuff so people can reach you guys. Great. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you. This is wonderful. I could talk to you guys all day. Congrats on everything you're doing. We'll talk soon. Bye. I want to thank Maggie and Tommy again for joining Ethan and I on the podcast. This was such a fun conversation, and I truly look forward to meeting the two of them in person someday, hopefully soon. I will also keep you all posted on me getting Ethan and I signed up for some dance classes. I think it really would be a fun extracurricular activity for us to do together. Thanks for listening today. I am grateful for you. Take a moment to hit the subscribe button so you always get a notification when a new episode is out. And as I always ask, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. Don't forget to join the Become Your Own Boss community by visiting MonicaAllen.com. We kicked off our first newsletter earlier this month, the Level Up Living newsletter. So you don't want to miss it and you have to be on the list in order to get the newsletter. Our second edition will drop the first week of July. And don't forget to visit Zeus'Closet.com, our episode sponsor for all of your company's swag. Remember, now is the time. Now is the time to level up, leave a legacy, and become your own boss.